Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's an elite entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. Listen to my shows at TonyDURSO.com or go to your favorite podcast platform such as Apple Podcasts and search for Tony D-U-R-S-O. Later in our show, we're going to hear about earning a passive income from our sponsor, Liquidity Card Solution. And let me tell you about ShipStation. Are you an online seller? I'm giving 60 days free to help you get your orders out quickly and save on shipping. Listen for the special code. More details on these sponsors just ahead and others. So please stay tuned. Today's show is about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over. So stay tuned for that. Scott Cooley founded Cool Media PR. I love the name. He's a veteran of the sports media industry who has worked in journalism, public relations, digital content, marketing promotions, and so much more. Here we go. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So glad to have you on with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. The honor is mine, and I'm very interested, and I believe that a number of our audience is interested in gambling, in marketing, and PR. We're entrepreneurs, small business owners. We always want to know more marketing and PR advice, tactics, advice, guidance, and everything you can throw at us. We don't mind a little gambling, but let's. we want to hear what you have to say. But before I get into that, Scott, we'd love to follow your journey to success. So how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? You know, Tony, it's it's a it's a, a little bit of a, you know a different backstory. I, I don't think I ever grew grew up thinking, oh, I'm going to be a, a marketing expert or a, a PR guy, a media guy. It was it was a, a hodgepodge of things. Honestly, um, I really enjoyed. I was passionate about sports growing up. Um, I'm a very competitive person. Uh, liked playing games and 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 winning. Even even comes with losing as well. But um, there was there was never a uh, you know, at, at, you know, when I was in fifth grade, hey, I'm going to be a, you know, a scientist or I'm going to be an astronaut. It was never, there was never a clear cut path for me. So, um, I, I have to say my late dad always said whenever, whenever I started getting ready for college and, you know, uh, applying to school and stuff, I said, well, you know, I don't know what to major in. You know, I don't, I don't really have anything that I'm, I'm, you know, committed to. And he always said, you know, son, if, if, you know, if you don't know and, um, you know, major in business, cause with that, with a business degree, you can do anything you want. And so, so that's what I did. Um, I went to a small liberal arts college in Conway, Arkansas called Hendricks College. It's a fantastic, uh, academic school. And, um, I, I, I majored in business. I took all the, you know, electives and different things. And, and, you know, even still, we didn't, we, it was a small school, so we didn't have a, uh, you know, a, even a communications degree a media degree, anything like that. It was, it was basically just business and econ. And so that's what I majored in. And, um, and I, I started working essentially for a production house in Little Rock, Arkansas called JM Associates. And that company would do, uh, about 1200 to 1500 hours of programming for ESPN outdoors every year. And I don't know if you've ever seen Tony, any of the, uh, outdoor type of shows that they produce like bass fishing tournaments or, or, even the big lumberjacks chopping down the wood in a competition. But we would, we would do those shows. Um, we would produce them from start to finish and, and, um, travel around the country, around the world, um, doing these events, putting on these events and, 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 uh, creating these, these, uh, these shows for ESPN. And I was actually on the dot com side of things. So I would, I would do write ups. I would interview the athletes and, and, and that kind of thing. So I, I really kind of cut my teeth in the, in the journalism industry. With in the media, sports media industry with with ESPN Outdoors, uh, which was a great experience. Can't say enough uh, about the people I worked with and the things I learned there. And, um, and you know, from there, my my wife and I became engaged. Or my my she was my girlfriend then, obviously, but we we got engaged. She was out in California doing school work for um, for her career, 
And so I moved out there as well after we, after we got married and I uh, started working for a, an arena football team, uh, essentially a professional football team in the arena level, which is a, a modified game where they play on a 50 yard field indoors. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, scores are, you know, 60 to 50, that kind of thing. But I worked in the uh, media relations department. I was the media relations director. So I learned a lot about, um, PR at that, at that point. So, um, you know, how to, how to pitch story ideas and narratives to the media. And, um, and obviously I had experience with creating those stories. So I, I kind of melded those two together. And then in 2009, the, the league, the arena football league, the AFL went bankrupt. It went under. Um, so we, so everybody, all the teams folded. Uh, we all lost our jobs. Um, which was, you know, unfortunate, but it, it, it opened up a new door for me. And so at, at that time, I just started doing freelance writing for, for myriad different sites. Um, I worked for a site called scout.com, which is owned by, uh, CBS sports. And I covered football at Stanford University. I covered the football team for about three years. Um, while, um, some big names like Andrew Luck and Jim Harbaugh were there, which was, which was also a great experience. So. And, and then I also started working for a company called uh, Sports Direct Inc. out of Nova Scotia, Canada, and they were a sports betting content platform. And what happened there was I became I was an uh, evening editor because I was on the West Coast and they were on the East Coast and um, essentially parlayed that into doing more columns and writing. And basically, at that point, there were certain uh, operations companies that were in the, uh, sports betting, uh, the, the gaming industry that were looking to, um, hire content people, hire, you know, marketing people, PR people. And I kind of, you know, got myself in the door there. They, they sought me out. Uh, they found me on, on the, 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 the website I was working for. And, you know, really ever, ever since then, it's been about 11 years since that happened. And, um, you know, uh, I've learned so much. I've been in every kind of facet of the marketing game on that, on the, in the gaming industry and have, have done a lot of different, I guess, uh, things in the content side and the media side. But, um, it, you know, what, what we specialize in now is PR and, uh, different types of, uh, you know, marketing, whether it be social media or content or copywriting, media buys, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and again, because of our experience in the in the uh, sports betting industry and, and gambling industry, you know, it's as things have taken off in the United States, uh, it's it's really uh, it's become a a very, I guess, sought after uh, skill set. Scott, your work has been published in literally all of the top media outlets in the country, all of the top ones. You know how to place work in New York Times, NPR, USA Today, Forbes, ESPN, CNN, all of them. I'm sure that all of the entrepreneurs and small business owners, as well as corporate level executives in my audience, were drooling. We want to learn from you because fortunately you got in at a great time. You learned all of this and now you are so successful in your company because of this great foundation. It, this is really amazing. And during this road that you've been on, how did you come about the vision for your current success? Yeah, Tony, I mean, it, it kind of goes even back to, to where I was before. It was never really, um, you know, something that oh, all of a sudden I had this great epiphany and said, this is what I need to do. Um, it was it was kind of a, a chain reaction in, in a sense. Um, at one point, I was I was directing a, a content team of uh, you know, 15, 20, 20 writers, uh, content producers, uh, video production people. And, and the boss at the company, he, um, had me come in at one point and said, look, Scott, I want us, I want us to be back in the national media. Uh, I want, I want us to, uh, uh, I want our brand to be in the forefront. And I, I, I want people to know who we are whenever it, you know, something's mentioned about, you know, odds or betting or, or lines or whatever it may be. And so, at that point, this was, this was kind of the start of, uh, really my, my own experience of taking a brand and, and, and trying to get it in the public eye. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I said, well, how can I do that? You know, it's, it's, it's going to be, going to be difficult. You know, nobody knows who I am really. Um, you know, I'm working for this, this company that, you know, they, they know we, we supply odds and take bets and stuff like that. But, you know, where, where can I, where can I, you know, wiggle my way, you know, get my foot in the door, uh, and catch some eyes. And so, 
What I did was uh, one 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 thing that I'm really passionate about. Uh, my my biggest hobby is is playing golf. Um, I'm an avid golfer. I'm not a very good golfer, but I I do love being out in nature and enjoying the sunshine and you know friends and fellowship on the golf course. Um, and so I said, you know, what we're going to do this year. We're going to create a, a a lot of different interesting odds and prop bets uh, surrounding the Masters tournament. Um, you know, this was back in. 2014 and i said let's 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 figure out a way to um make this a mass appeal you know let's 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 create a prop bet sheet akin to the super bowl uh where you have thousands and thousands of prop bets so we we made up you know we 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 conceived um ideas based on you know you know who will who will the the masters champion uh you know hug on the green first you know after after they sink the winning putt uh will they uh you know birdie or par the last hole um, will it, will it go to a playoff? Um, just, just all kinds of interesting, even, you know, quirky things that normally people wouldn't bet on. Will, will, will the, will the champion be wearing a hat or a visor? Uh, what kind of putter will he have in his hands? Um, you know, what kind of, lo- what logo will, will be on his hat? Just, just stuff that's just off the wall. Um, really, you know, intangible, uh, but, but buzzing, trend worthy, you know, news, news, buzzworthy, I guess is what I like to say. Um, information that that's going to get the, um, the, you know, the media talking. And I think that's where I'm going with this is you really have to find, f- figure out, you know, everybody, everybody knows what the odds are for the Super Bowl or whatever it may be. You know, everybody knows, you know, something that, you know, might have happened, but how can you, how can you build that narrative to make it a little bit different to, to integrate into the story they're writing? And really have it resonate with, with their audience and with them. So, so it's, it's worthy enough for them to pick it up and then, and to plug you as well. I definitely want to learn some of that too. I like that writing buzzworthy stuff. Very cool. Well, we're going to learn more about that. This is the Tony D'Urso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. A word from our sponsor, Liquidity Card Solution. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests, now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Scott Cooley has worked in the gaming industry for more than 10 years and has worked closely with sports books to ensure odds are timely, consistent, and publicized. All right, and now back to the chat with Scott. And also as part of this on the vision path that we're on, Scott, what's your purpose in all this? Why are you doing what you're doing? You know, I I, I think that I'm doing it because I, I feel, you know, my vision path is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a religious person. Um, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, I'm, my, my family and I, my wife and I, we're, we're Christians and, and, you know, we, we believe in that, that side of the, that side of the, um, you know, the, the, the stratosphere, whatever, you, whatever you might want to call it. And we have two young children, um, that are going to be five and seven this month. Can't believe that. 
But, uh, we, you know, we, we strive to, you know, um, make, make our lives better, make our children's lives better and, and everybody around us, um, you know, better. So we, we, we always want to give back to the community. And I think that being successful allows you to do that in a simpler manner, uh, you know, more, uh, digestible manner. And, you know, it doesn't always work out like that. You know, we're not, we haven't always been successful. Um, things have failed, but, you know, I think that, that, the motivation to to keep going and, and make the world a better place is, you know, I think I hope that's, you know, I think that's what mostly, you know, keeps me going. But, you know, I see my kids and I want them to grow up and and be be happy and be successful and have have the resources they need to do that. And so I, I would say, you know, that's that's my uh, that's my driving force. I like that. We all want that indeed. We're talking about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. You can find him at coolmediapr.com. Scott, let's get into your vision path. But just actually one thing, you've been a journalist for ESPN. I'd love to just chat about that for just a little bit. And maybe you could tell us about some past experiences and some lessons learned. Yes, absolutely. So it was it was a really unique opportunity where I was in college and um, I had a chance to apply for an internship at a company called JM Associates, which was owned by Jerry McKinnis, which actually he had the very first show on ESPN in 1979 before uh, ESPN was the worldwide, worldwide leader in sports. Um, it was a show, it was a fishing show called The Fishing Hole with Jerry McKinnis. And he, he essentially created this company and it was based out of Little Rock, Arkansas where he was from. And as I mentioned, we, we did a lot of programming for ESPN each and every year. Um, all the early morning shows before, you know, any, all the kids get up, you know, this is from the 4am to 7am block, all kinds of different fishing, hunting, timber sports. We had this uh, great event called the great outdoor games, which was fantastic. Um, they would do archery, they would do, uh, hunting, they would do skeet shooting, they would do fishing. Um, it was, it was, Really a, a, a nice concept for, for the great outdoorsmen in, in, in a sense, uh, for, for them to be able to sink their teeth into. And so we would travel around. I, I've been to a bit, just about every state, Tony, a few countries on, on these, um, expeditions and, and covering, uh, these athletes, uh, in a sense, uh, where, where they are, uh, practicing their craft and honing the craft. And it was, it was, a, it was a great, great, I guess learning experience. So the thing was, I, I never, you know, my passion was always sports with balls. Um, I, I grew up playing basketball and football and, and baseball. And, um, you know, I never was really a big hunter or, or outdoorsman. Um, even though my dad really did enjoy some of that sport, but, uh, getting, getting to see, having experience with, uh, you know, that kind of side of the, the, the sportsman world and, and learning about it a little bit more. Uh, it was it was incredible to just, you know, intertwine that into what I do and how that relates to uh, what I do now. But even even back then to where, um, you know, I, I could figure out, all right, you know, these guys are these guys are athletes just like just like the you know pro baseball players, pro football players. Um, it's just a, it's just a different skill set. But certainly um, they, they are, you know, the best in the world at their craft. And uh, I can't tell you, I've got a lot of good stories from from those days. and. Um, you know, that, that where, you know, just, just meeting people and, and having different experiences in life and seeing different parts of the country. Um, it was, it was, it was very paramount. And, and I think how, how my, my world was shaped. Scott, you mentioned a little bit earlier about sports betting at the golf, you know, what logos on the visor, is it going to be a hat? Is it going to be a visor? How did that all start? You mentioned a little bit, I want to, I want you to take this into, how did that all start a little bit more? And how did you wind up capitalizing and making making a, a successful business out of this? Yeah, so you know, it's it's funny, Tony. When people ask me, like, "Oh, what do you do?" or you know, "What? Who are you?" whatever. I, I, a lot of times, if you know, I kind of jokingly say, "I'm I'm an idea man," and and that's and that's really at our essence, like what we do. We try to captivate an audience and 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 capitalize on on trending topics that. That, that resonate with, with the, you know, all demographics at, at a certain time. And so whenever we want to push a, a campaign or, uh, or, um, a, an event, then we're going to, we're going to come up with some interesting, um, you know, prop bets is what we call them proposition, uh, bets, which are essentially, ba uh, 
basing on you're 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 wagering on something besides the outcome of the game. So, for instance, we just had the Super Bowl uh, recently, and instead of betting on who's going to win or will they cover the spread or what the over under might be, you can bet on um, how long Demi Lovato is going to sing the national anthem for. Um, so there, there's there's a lot of you know unique uh, opportunities and and situations that that occur within a, an event that that you can wager on. Um, this week, we actually did prop bets on the State of the Union address, which will happen tonight. Um, President Trump will give that, and you can you can bet on how many times he he'll say uh, economy to which country will be mission, mentioned first um, to to just a number of different different things. So we're always trying to stay creative with our and and unique with our offerings. Hey Scott, on something like that, okay, how long does the person sing the national anthem, or how long does the speech uh, say the word economy or terrorist or whatever? What does that do for your company? You're not really marketing for a person. You're creating your buzzworthy events. The penny has to drop here, put in the pieces in the puzzle. How does this all fit into the success that your company has and what you do? Yeah, it's a great question, Tony, and, and one that comes up often. And it's a little bit uh, technical, so I'll, I'll give you the uh, the, um, uh, the the most basic version I, I can I can deliver. And and so whenever we 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 come up with prop bets like this, and we we pitch them for you know on behalf of our clients, we are there's there's really a threefold um, goal here. And one is is brand awareness. We're trying to you know get get the name in the public eye. Two is conversions. Uh, you know, ultimately, you want to uh, somebody might see, uh, okay, hey, I want to bet on, you know, Demi Lovato singing longer than than what they think it is. So I'm going to go sign up at this place and and deposit deposit, you know, some funds and wager on the uh, on the outcome. So that's that's those are two. But the really the most important factor in what we do is is earned media, and that's that's basically uh, it's it's called you know link building practices. And what we do is we want to drive backlinks. From uh, high-ranking, credible, or any really any all sites uh, back to our client's website, and what that means is whenever we pitch out you know odds or prop bets to the media, we always ask, say, if you if you are you know you know if you're able to use any of this information, please you know consider linking back to the uh, website to the page that they are on, and if if the New York Times or Forbes or the Washington Post, L.A. Times. Links back to one of our clients, such as, uh, you know, betonline.ag or sportsbetting.ag, then Google recognizes that Google's algorithms and their spiders crawl through the sites and they recognize, they see that these are, these are incredible, um, sites linking back to this site. So in that turn, we should, we should bump that site in, in our rankings a little bit. So our, the page ranking is going to go up a little bit whenever people search for. Um, you know, organically search for, you know, sports betting online. Um, our clients are going to uh, benefit from having more backlinks to their site because Google recognizes that. So it's really a, a play to get Google to, to see you essentially. And, um, and because of that, you're going to be found by more and more customers. The people involved, for example, the person that sings the national anthem or gives a various speech, they're not involved in this process in the bet. They're just a, an innocent bystander in a way because you're on the side saying, hey, how many times is Tony going to say the word cool on his show, for example? You know, it has nothing to do with me and I don't even know that it's happening. Is that right? This betting or this this buzzworthy, these events are happening elsewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they have no no uh, concept of, of these being created for them. And, you know, and, and probably where you're going with this is some people would say, well, how do you know a player's not going to, um, you know, throw the game or, or, or how do you know the, you know, the person's not going to go long. So, you know, they can bet, bet on themselves, you know, singing longer than, you know, the projected total on the national anthem. The, the reason is because whenever we create these types of prop bets, um, the, the sports book and the operation wants to limit their liability for that. So you can't bet thousands and thousands and millions of dollars on these types of bets. It's, you know, they're a hundred dollars, $250, maybe $500 at the most. So you cannot get rich at, at actually wagering on these if, if you were the person that could influence the outcome. But no, they have they have no idea. The odds are set um, based on a number of factors. You know, we do our research. Uh, we look at, um, you know, how many, you know, when she sang when she sang a national anthem in previous times, uh, we record it, we study it. 
We analyze what she might change this time. Then we create the numbers based on public perception. Well, you know, true odds aren't actually really you ever seen in the uh, in the in the gambling world. What you see is what the odds makers think the public is going to react with, how how they're going to bet. So an odds maker may say, "Hey, the uh, San Francisco 49ers are really um, you know three point favorites in this game, but we know this other team, the New England Patriots, is a very popular team, and the the public." Uh, the betting community is going to wager on them no matter what the spread is. So we're going to shade the spread, uh, the, the point spread towards New England and make them, uh, you know, uh, a, a one point underdog instead of what they really should be. The true odds should be a three point underdog. So there's a there's a lot of um, science and, and math involved in, in setting those odds. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. As folks adapt to this changing world, we're all going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. I sure am. And if you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of our new delivery culture? Be ready with ShipStation. Why ShipStation? Well, when you're selling online, getting a lot of orders out fast can be tough. And people like me, I want my order right away. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks, and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product out to happy customers like me. ShipStation makes it easy. As mentioned, my family buys a lot online. Who doesn't these days, right? I love it when my vendors use ShipStation because I then know I'm getting the lowest cost shipping. One time maybe is not a big deal, but when your family is buying more and more online... Those shipping costs add up and up and up. And in today's economy, that's right, we all want the prices to go down and down and down. So that's why ShipStation is so important to me, and it should be to you and anyone who sells online. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. No matter where you're selling from, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. So let's do this. And right now, the Tony D'Urso Show listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code T-O-N-Y. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Tony, T-O-N-Y. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter offer code T-O-N-Y. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. And for those in the military, law enforcement, EMS, or radio operators, let's try that phonetically. Go to Sierra Hotel. India, Papa, Sierra, Tango, Alpha, Tango, India, Oscar, November.com, Tango, Oscar, November, Yankee, ShipStation.com, Code Tony. All right, elite entrepreneurs, check it out, sign up, and tell me how you like it. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. All right, and now back to the chat with Scott. Scott, this is really cool stuff. It's brilliant. It's already giving me some good takeaways that I can actually repurpose for even my own show. And I hope that the entrepreneurs, small business owners in the audience, kind of the light bulbs start going off. I'm going to give some comments at the very end of this interview on what I got out of this and some of the uses of this. This is brilliant. I absolutely love it. I'm so glad that we're having a conversation on this. Who would have thought, right? 
Absolutely. No, it's uh, it's something that, you know, it, it's still a, a, a bit of a mystery. The whole, the whole, you know, gaming industry and, and gambling is, is, is so, so new, um, to, to our, to our country and to, to, you know, just the, the common household. Um, uh, most people don't really understand it. You know, the numbers and the odds can be confused, can be, can be confusing. That's, that's without a doubt. Um, but as we see, as we see, um, the, the, the industry expand and grow throughout the United States, I really think that um, you know it's going to be it's going to be more more of a uh, understood you know household type of thing, and we see the media get involved in it as well. That where you watch ESPN and, and they're on the bottom line, the ticker it's showing the odds of the game, and and so it's just going to be. I think it'll become more and more just a standard you know vernacular in our in our world. And you've mentioned a little bit on PR, but let's kind of bring that to the table here. Let's talk about some of the best PR practices and let's see what else we can learn from you. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting because I, I obviously wasn't, you know, trained in, in a traditional PR, uh, you know, uh, setting or degree instruction. And so what, what I kind of did, and, and, and this is, this is really how the, the PR game has evolved. We've, we've gone from the, 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 you know, the standard, you know, here's your press release, you know, for immediate release and yada, yada, yada. And you give, it's very bi- unbiased and, and it gives the quote, uh, the intro and the quote. And, and, you know, though, though that there's still a purpose for that in, in the media, in the, in the media world. Um, th- those are still utilized heavily. Um, but they're not, I guess, as personal as, as, as they should be. And, and where I started kind of, uh, diverting from that was, was creating um, these these narratives instead of just hey here are the facts. I, I like to build a story with it, so I will um, kind of have an intro, a couple of paragraphs, and 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 kind of tease the, uh, the the recipient, the the journalist, um, into uh, hey well this is an interesting story, even though I know what's going on in that in that world. Maybe it's you know Tiger Woods, uh, you know, is trying to go for the you know the record majors or whatever it may be. Um, you know, he's got a different angle on this. Uh, there, there's a, there's a historical perspective or there's an interesting prop bet that, you know, that, that is, uh, tangible with, uh, with what's trending. And so you, you go into that narrative and you build a story and then you pitch him, pitch him the odds. And, and then it just kind of, it, it kind of snowballs from there, to be honest, Tony. Um, and, and I've seen so much over even just the last three or four years in our business, how much, PR, um, traditional PR and social media PR has, has, has come together. Um, now we have, you know, these, these incredible, uh, social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, especially Twitter where they're, they're really the news sources. They're where, where news breaks, especially in the sports world. Um, and so you've got beat writers on there, um, doing their thing, but. But melding those two, bringing bringing traditional PR, creating that narrative, and then and then be able to promote it socially, where you're going to get so many more eyeballs on it, um, has has really become a um, a proven practice in our in our world. Yeah, it's very interesting on how Twitter has become its own social media slash news feed for what's happening right now or what's big or trending, but in a way that in such a way that other social media. Just can't even touch. Yeah, I, I always tell people that, and I, I, I'm not the biggest social media proponent, um, Tony. I, I have to say, I'm not a not a Facebook guy. Um, you know, I have a Twitter account, and I follow people, but I don't, I don't watch it all day. But it's incredible how uh, you know Instagram's more the the pictures and the stories behind them. But it's 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 a lot like Facebook. But Twitter is, I I, I really expect Twitter to at some point become just a new source. Um, it is it is that good. In, in, in delivering the news and breaking the news, um, anything that really major happens, the most the most of the time, the first place people find out about it is on Twitter. So true. And on sports betting, which is kind of unique, and not everyone is into sports betting or into sports or has even conceived of this. But what a concept with some of the techniques and principles we could actually apply in our business. But on sports betting itself, what do you see the future for that, as opposed to your future? I just like to know where do you think that's going to go in in the U.S. and the world? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a. I mean, it's already a multi billion dollar business, Tony. I mean, you know, they were you know estimating what was just wagered on the Super Bowl this season, which uh, legally, which is you know in Vegas and the in the New Jersey and the different states that are legal now, 
was um, about twenty billion dollars, and and that's not even you know counting the the, the office pools that go on and the uh, backroom bookies and the offshore companies that that take wagers as well. So it's a massive, massive industry that that has been around uh, interestingly for about thirty years. You know, since the dawn of time, and you know. Any, anytime there there are two or more people competing against something, uh, in, in something, there, there's gonna be a there's gonna be somebody that's gonna bet on it. Um, even back to the you know Egyptians throwing you know heads around uh, the volleyball court. But um, it, it's it's always been there. Um, being able to do it from the comfort of your own home on your computer on your cell phone that's what has transpired over the last thirty years, twenty or thirty years. And now we're seeing uh, in May 2018 the uh, Supreme Court overturn the uh, PASPA Act, which is the Professional Amateur Sports Protection Act, where uh, basically it, it it wouldn't allow any states to take take sports wagers at their casinos or or, or racetracks for forever. It was it was an antiquated law, and you know, thankfully the the Supreme Court saw that, and they saw how much money they were losing to to places like Costa Rica and Panama and Tiga, and so now they are allowing little by little the states have have their opportunity to. Pass the law and make it legal in their state, and and what we're seeing is it's happening very quickly. Tony, um, most you know, right now there are eleven states that are legal. Um, they they project by the end of this year there will be twenty. Uh, by the end of twenty twenty one, there could be as many as thirty five. It's, it's happening quickly. It's a it's a it's a boon for the economy. It's a um, it's a it's a good situation. I mean, certainly with all of that, with anything, with you know, alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, whatever it may be. Um, you know, there's there's obviously going to be you know caveats and and situations that it need to be addressed and and things that you know measures need to be in place for people to get help that that have problems with with you know gambling or wh- whatever it may be addiction and so um, there is that um, and and certainly you know sports betting is something that as you mentioned there's there's you know not everybody's interested in that but um, you know what we've done is we've kind of created markets for. Uh, things outside of sports, as I mentioned, you know, politics, um, entertainment. You can bet on Game of Thrones. You can bet on Jeopardy, Tournament of Champions. Um, you can bet on there's a there's a new uh, Lego Masters uh, reality uh, competition series on Fox airing this week, and you can bet on the winner of that. Um, it, it just it just you know makes a little everything a little more you know exciting when you're when you're watching it. Scott, let's flip this from the industry to you, your company, Cool Media PR. Where do you see yourself going and what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next few years? You know, Tony, it's, it's been, it's been something where just to be honest, all of a sudden, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, and it, it's, it's just exploded and, and where people are, are finding, finding my website and, and, and wanting to know what I do and, and, and how they, how they can be uh, involved with it or how I can help their company. Um, we've, we've had a lot of opportunity. Um, in, in the last six months to a year, um, we're trying to, trying to compartmentalize all that and, and really vet out, you know, who, who's the right fit for us and, and, and who, who, who can we bring on to help our, our, our marketing and PR tactics. And so it's, it's, it's been rapid and it's been, but it's been a good thing. You know, these are all good, good problems to have. Um, and so I'm trying to find that, trying to find that balance of, you know, uh, quality life and, and still being able to, you know, want to spend time with, with my kids and my family and friends and the professional life as well. Um, so we're hoping that, you know, we, we certainly see, uh, expansion in, in the 2020, uh, year. Uh, we, we're cert- we, we think we're going to align ourselves with some pretty prominent, um, uh, entities, properties that are in the, in the, in the gaming space. And, um, you know, from there, I, you know, it's, it's going to be, who knows what, who knows what's going to happen? It, you know, th- this is kind of, it feels like this industry is a little bit of like the wild, wild west where, you know, anything can go right now. And, and, and eventually maybe there's going to be some, you know, kind of more organized or, um, you know, um, government, you know, compliant type of, type of situations where, you know, everything's under one umbrella or entity. But at this point, you know, we, we're really, really excited about the uh, opportunity and potential for growth. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. 
How much could you save in one year by switching to Harry's? How about enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City? I love coffee. How about enough for three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago? I actually like the thin crust in Chicago, so that's probably like five large pizzas or so. How about enough to pay six months of your Netflix subscription? How? Harry's delivers high-quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brands, and saves you hundreds of dollars over time. Are you ready for this? I've been using Harry's razors for years. Yes, years. I absolutely love the product. I love the design of the handle. I love the shave gel. It's just a great thing all around. You guys got to check it out. And you know what? You can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Give Harry's a try. Harry's is a return to the essential quality durable blades at a fair price. Just two bucks per blade. I know, I said that already. They've cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. It's super convenient. You can get blade refills directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And you know, Harry's has all your grooming needs covered in one stop. You can get blades, hair care, and shower products all on harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. And just like their blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. And you can feel a little better about your purchase because to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating a million dollars worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. That's way cool. And here you go. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O to start shaving and saving today. All right, guys, sign up, get your free kit, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Scott Cooley conceived a plethora of props that have become industry standard. His props, or proposition bets, and PR contributions have seen him featured in major media outlets such as the New York Times, NPR, Forbes, ESPN, Fox, CBS, NBC, and now the Tony D'Urso Show. All right. And now back to the chat with Scott. Scott, are there any personal habits that you see that contribute to your vision success? Entrepreneurs all the time, I've interviewed so many over the years, they all have something, a different habit or something, you know, I know one that gets up at five o'clock in the morning and works out every day. You know, I, I just can't do that. But there are certain things that are so strong that help anchor that person and help them move on to their success. And it's very, very important that they keep doing that. Good habits. You know, there's also for some entrepreneurs, just separating themselves between family and work time and how to meld that all together. We just want to learn what are some of the key reasons that you see contribute to that? Yeah, I think that, you know, the, the latter portion you mentioned, Tony, was was kind of the nail on the head. There, there is nothing I do on a my daily routine, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the workout thing. I wish I could get up at 5 a.m. every morning and, and go to the gym. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I think, I think especially, um, our business started and, and, and continues to be a telecommute work from home type of situation. And to be able to, it, it's difficult working from home. I and mean, there's, there's, you know, it, you know, it's a, believe me, I don't know if I could ever go back and work into a, a traditional office space, but it, it's hard to, to turn off the distractions around the house, um, figure out, you know, what, you know, what, what, what you can do, what you have time for, you know, there's always something to do around the house to, to help the family life, but being able to, 
um, you know, at, at, at five o'clock or, or six o'clock, whatever it may be to say, look, you know, my, my work day's done. Um, even though I've got a client or a colleague in Australia that, that, you know, his day's just starting, I've got to be respectful and mindful of, of my family time, uh, my wife, my kids, uh, my friends even, and, and being able to decompress a little and, and, and step away and get your, get yourself out of that mindset. Even though your your office is is literally your home, um, that's that's how so many of us you know operate these days. But you have to, you really have to say, all right, I'm going to take time for myself and 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 get away from my work, turn off my phone, um, you know, silence it, whatever. Don't don't look at emails, don't look at texts, that kind of thing, and and really just immerse yourself in in your uh, in your personal life. I like that, and I think uh, we could all write a book on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How do you never not look at emails when it's your own business? It's just so tough. It is hard. It is. It is very hard. We we have a strict rule in my family at dinner time at the dinner table. It's, it's no phones, no electronics, nothing. It's 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 pure you know uh, engagement with with the person and people in front of you. Wait a minute, Scott. Did I hear that right? At your dinner table, you make every, you make people talk to each other. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> the cell phones have to be off to the side, and 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 I can't tell you how many times my wife is like, "Oh, let me just get over there. I heard the ding. I need to check it." I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> nope, sorry." <laughs> it's hypnotic. That's right. Hey Scott, are there any great resources that you would like to share with our audience, Success Squad? You know, I, you know, it's, it's interesting because so much of what we do is, is, is really organic and grassroots. We, we, you know, we reach out to influencers and journalists and stuff personally and, and, you know, connect with them and say, would you like our information and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, Google is, uh, Google's going to run the world one day for better or worse. It's, it's a, it's a valuable, incredibly valuable tool. Um, that we use all the time, you know, to, to look up Wikipedia, to look up stats. So whatever it may be, um, trending, trending news, the, the Twitter is a great platform for, for that kind of thing. Um, in the PR world, there are some really, uh, solid platforms where you can, you can find influencers and search for, for key, um, media and journalists and, and find places to pitch. Uh, one of them is called, um, Cision. Uh, there's also Muckrack and Meltwater that, um, all kind of do the same thing. They, they can help you generate reports and, and, and find coverage for you. Um, so, you know, there, there, there are services that are there that, um, you know, can be a, a, tend to be a bit pricey. But, um, as far as their, uh, database of, of information and, and, um, and contacts, it, it can be very valuable. Once again, we talked about gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley, and you can find him at coolmediapr.com. Scott, you filled my head with all sorts of things that I want to do to get buzzworthy events going on out there. I want to just thank you so much for just, you've, you've inspired us. You've inspired me. I hope we've inspired more to really do more to grow our company and get out there. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, Tony. And thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Uh, you, you do a great job in the entrepreneur world and I really appreciate the opportunity. Hey, fellow entrepreneurs, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned so much about marketing and PR with some great ideas I'm going to chat about in a second. The insights are so valuable. So how did you like it? Gambling and marketing and PR with Scott Cooley. Right off the bat, we see the influence from his dad, who, when asked what he should major in in college, his dad always said, if you don't know what to major in, then major in business because with a business degree, you can do anything you want. So true to us entrepreneurs, huh? I too got a business degree and I found so much latitude with what I can do. It's just absolutely amazing. And you know, he's not the first elite entrepreneur I've interviewed who started on their path with advice from one or both parents or influential relatives in their life. Now, here is someone whose work has been published in all, literally all of the top media outlets in the U.S. He knows how to place media, and there are some great tips here on how to do that. Listen again and take good notes. I love his idea of generating buzz-worthy pieces of info that really gets the media talking. Are you thinking with that for your business? The whole reason for his prop or proposition bets is very clever. The three points are, one, get the brand name in the public eye, two, conversions, Three, the most important is 
earned media, aka link building practices. Play that again and see how you can use this type of technique to build up the rankings for your company and any clients. There's so much more I got out of this interview. My brain is exploding with ideas. I got to hurry up and start on them right now. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Okay, fellow entrepreneurs, grab hold of your vision. Decide you're going to either start something great or take it to the next level. And you have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at tonydurso.com. You can pick up the audio version and the training class too. Highly recommended. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it all up so you can now do it too. Let's help you move on your journey to success. And if you have any Apple device or access to Apple Podcasts, please look up my name, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 